and welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 3, Episode 1. Uh, are we on Episode 22, 21 nowadays? I think officially it's 21. Yeah, 21. Yeah, in-betweeners. Mm -hmm. Episode 21, officially. Uh, I'm your co-host, Denali. I'm your co-host, Ryan. I'm Jace. Also, who's... A co-host. Jace, you gotta say your title, otherwise they're not gonna know who you are. You're, you're, they don't, they're not gonna know who's, who's this around. guy. We just, I, yep, I'm the guy. He's our intern. Yeah. Alright, well Jace, while you get our coffees, uh, let me explain what we do on the show here. Yes, sir. Um, we are a marathon podcast where we marathon some of the uh, the great works of, of film. <laughs> we look at some uh, films from a single subject or a single actor. Um, this time around the wheel... We're, we're starting off with dog movies. Uh, this is our first installment of season three. Um, we decided this last week um, on our state of the podcast. Uh, Jace, um, how did that go last week with our uh, with our battle royale? Yeah, um, pretty strange. I wasn't expecting a, a one of the four bangers to come out on top, mm -hmm. but the wheel of chaos does as the wheel of chaos pleases. Yeah, I, in case you guys missed the State of the Podcast episode, we spun a randomizer wheel with our top picks. Um, it picked dog movies. I was actually pretty psyched that we got that one. I think I was looking through dog movies the other night and I was like, holy shit, there are so many good ones to review. Like, I'm actually really excited for this. I'm a little worried about the... Uh, generally what we do, we pick two or three actually good movies, like oh. critically acclaimed, like well-made yeah. movies per season. Um, what? What? It seems slim pickets. <laughs> okay, you've got some classics, right? You got like Lassie, I think is a you know is a classic. Uh, Balto maybe is okay. When I was eight, I saw Balto and thought it was like the best movie I've ever seen. So I don't know how it ages. Mm -hmm. It's a good. It's a good. Does it? Doesn't he I like? Fuck. Yeah. Are you talking the cartoon Balto? Yeah. With the, the fat little uh, with the fat cartoon, the uh, polar bears. Mm. Doesn't he fall in love with a female dog and they like have yeah, sex and have there's, babies there's, and there's like sequels? Yeah, the there's, dog stuff, there's dog stuff okay. going on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if, you, if that's not on the table, then we don't have a lot to choose from with dog movies. There's uh, Old Yeller is the Yeller, number one dog movie with a 100% tomato meter. Okay. What? Yeah, so we're going to have to kind of delve into, I think, some of the old dog movies. But there are a lot of bad ones, and there's a lot of fucking wild ones. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I'm not saying that they aren't going to be good to review. They're going to be great to review. Mm -hmm. It's that I think they're going to be bad movies, uh, which I think probably is best for our viewers. I think our viewers care more about, like, fun movies to review. But it's, it's hard over here, folks. We're watching <laughs> I... Do not believe that there is a dog movie on IMDb above an 8.5. Right. And so that's, I think yeah. that's a really that's good great. argument for extending the category and lowering our standards for what qualifies as a dog movie. Whoa, hold on, Ryan. Like, I don't want to be you're just OK. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to watch the thing which yeah. has a dog in it. Okay, look, I'm there with you. I love the thing. But we gotta do this genre justice. The Wheel of Chaos, the fates, have chosen our podcast to review dog movies. And if we go down a wrong path, 
we're gonna have to review some really fucking bad dog movie like a dog's purpose or something exactly that's why i don't want to do that well listen i mean we'll, we'll take it one movie at a time um i'm just really psyched that we picked one of the most iconic dog movies to kick us off this week uh which is air Bud. <laughs> i've never I've, i mean we can get into the review in a little bit but like i've never seen this movie i've only heard of it and after watching it, I was like, holy shit, let me look up all the sequels, the 14 Airbud sequels um, that most of them are uh, direct to video. And they are incredible. Have you guys read the synopsises on uh, on some of these? Yeah, I spent a good time there. I, I have not. I mean, the latest one was Super Buddies, where it's all of Airbud's offspring who get superpowers and they create like an Avengers like team, which is such amazing. <laughs> That's right up our alley. <laughs> It's like they were driving on a road and then some producer on cocaine just yanked the wheel straight off a cliff and then like hitched a ride on like Elon Musk's space rocket and just went way off course. Like that is insane. What year was that made? 2013. That's 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 smart. That is good marketing because Marvel was peaking hard they're like oh, fully true. torqued <laughs> guys i fucking love this movie it was so oh ryan you gotta tell a story to get some buffer because i just <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to fucking talk about airbud yeah, i want i want to talk about airbud too ryan you said you said you wanted to, to tell us something yes yeah, so before we get is, started there is yeah. the general desire to uh talk about airbud so i will <laughs> i will uh make this story very long but um, I think it's worth sharing. So last weekend, you guys know you guys know me as someone who does a lot of like really weird stuff. Sure. Or yeah. Maybe a, a day at a time, or like a couple weeks at a time, I'll be into something kind of odd. Hmm. Um, I've been described as having a lot of hobbies. Mm. That's fair. And right now, I'm playing a lot of ukulele. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of random, but I'm walking around the farmers market here in town. It's the first time I've been to the farmers market in this new city i live in and it's huge there's like there's like uh, rows of stalls and everything way bigger than i expected because like apparently people do all their grocery shopping here because open three days a week not just like a weekend thing <laughs> um yeah and apparently some people just set up storefronts as well and that like they run their main business out of the farmer market rather than having like an office space or something so i'm walking along this very very crowded COVID infested farmer's market and uh something catches my eye and it's a music teacher who has set up shop and it's kind of set up like a little advertisement for himself as a music teacher and um i do not know how to play music i don't understand the like music itself as a music theory Mm -hmm. um i don't know anything about it i know that there's something called the circle of fifths and right if you work your way along the circle of this, it's supposed to sound good. Um, but I, but I really don't know how that works. And this guy's stall was a big advertisement for like learning how to understand music theory. So I, it just caught my eye and he had like a piano set up and he had like a ukulele there and he had a guitar set up and his product was this little, almost not quite like a pamphlet, but like a, like a, almost like a, it reminded me of a plastic placemat that you could like put on okay. your keyboard or like slide under your guitar, and mm-hmm. it would teach you like the relationship between the chords and stuff. So I was just looking at this, kind of like, oh, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, my wife is completely gone; like she didn't see me stop. So I'm like by on my own. Dog was shitting on somebody's stall. 
Yeah. <laughs> and the guy comes up to me. He sees me looking, which is a huge mistake. I was hoping to get in and out. Yeah. Okay. You're stuck. But he comes up and he's like, hey, so do you play music? Uh, a little bit. Uh, do you play guitar? It's like, no, I play ukulele. And he's like, oh, well, did you know? And he starts like <laughs> talking to me about the ukulele in like a really interesting way to understand music theory for ukulele, oh. which is helpful because I've never talked to anybody about that before. Mm -hmm. And at some point, we, we, we start talking. We start getting along quite well. And it's actually, his invention is actually really cool. At some point, he invites me like back behind the desk. And he's got more stuff back there. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I'll check out this other stuff. I'm just kind of being friendly at this point. And he's like, you see this chart? Now, this is the chart you need to learn. And I'm like, okay, we're at chart number two now. And uh, so there's like, there's like C chord plus G chord equals F chord or something. And that's right. why they sound good. And I'm like, okay, I don't quite understand. And then he's like, you know who Nikola Tesla is? <laughs> Yes, is this obviously. Going? I'm a man in my 20s. In mm -hmm. 2021, I know who Nikola Tesla is. Yeah. And he's like, well, Tesla believed that the universe was orchestrated along a series of mathematical relations. And he starts like going off about this, like what Tesla oh. used to believe. Okay. <laughs> and then he's like, and I figured out that he was right. Okay. And... And I'm not joking. Like at this point, mm -hmm. I'm like, I've figured out that this is a cult pitch. Like this, yeah. is, this is like <laughs> something is going on. And he's like, I had a dream. I, I, okay. I sat down and I, and I prayed and I prayed to God. And I said, what the fuck? God, I need to understand music. And in my dream, God came to me and he showed me the mathematical underpinnings of the universe. And I'm like, okay. Uh, how long, Jesus. Is, how long is this pitch going to okay. take? But he yeah. like <laughs> opens up this like trunk and like takes out more charts and shows oh me like, all these. He like has redrawn a cl like clocks and all this kind of stuff. And uh, at some point, I'm like, I need to get myself out of this situation. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly when he starts being like, you know, if you come to my class. And you enroll in my class, like I can teach you how to access this information. Holy shit. This is and, insane, dude. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just I'm just here looking. I'm not that serious. And I kind of like get somehow get out. And he at this point, okay, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm fully like sucked in at this point because I can't yeah. find a way out of this conversation. <laughs> and so he has me like stationed at a piano, like playing the piano, like oh, as he's Lord. telling me this. No. <laughs> and so I'm trying to like get out, trying to like eek towards like the edge of the piano that's the closest to the exit. I'm like, ah, okay, I'm gonna play this over here. And uh and Julia's come back, and so she's like trying to get me out of there. And thankfully, for, for like a split second, uh somebody else walks by. And the guy's like, Oh, do you play music? And I go, Oh shit! And <laughs> and I like and I jump into the crowd and I'm out of there. Uh and then I'm like, okay, that was, uh, that was crazy. I, this guy is insane. But he was kind of on to something. Like, no joke. This guy was actually, like, onto something. He found out a really easy way to teach people music theory. And it worked. Like, it honestly really worked for me. Like, I think I actually learned something from him in the 10 minutes right. I was there. I, I don't want to take anything 
away from him? Or are you about to say that you looked for this information online? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so, I, so I went online and I looked up this information. And mm -hmm. uh, this guy's website is B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It is crazy. It, so, Oh, that's bananas. <laughs> Bananas.com? Okay, everybody, go like, check it out on bananas.com. Like, that's a premium domain. Like, fuck. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, you know, when someone is somewhat rationally like speaking mm -hmm. to you, you're like, right. okay, this person might have it together. And then you look up their website and they are making absolutely <laughs> no sense. It is like a conspiracy rambling where they make no sense. There's no oh, punctuation. They can't spell yeah, a single word. There never is. <laughs> and he's like, like typing this manifesto online oh on his God. website. You left that tent and God appeared behind him and said, we missed another one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to murder him now. But the, the great thing was, is he just like hosted his the images of his chart on his website so that you can oh. just open a new tab. You're just safe. You're going to do a flyby in Coltsville. Maybe just get what you can, maybe fly out. And that's, I think, yeah, what, the moral of the, that's what the moral of the story that I promised would be short, and it's not, is that, like, I think cultists get a little bit of a bad rap. I mean, sure, they, like, kill people. <laughs> but at least what we should do is we should sit the cultists down, like, each one of them, like, each cult okay. leader, and say, like, give me all the information you have. Can you write that down? me real quick or like come up with a chart like this guy did and uh after after that then we say okay don't don't have anything to do with me you can go off and be ostracized from society uh but then then somewhere we'll have this giant list of all the all the cult's beliefs and what if this guy you know dies in 50 years and 200 years later we find out some crazy thing through science and it's like oh wow if only we could have predicted this, we just check that cult, that cult database. Right. And then we can People vindicate who are the guy. A little unhinged. Like, you don't want to make that fucking cult database. In high school, <laughs> we literally had multiple cults saying they could predict the end of the world. <laughs> well, it would actually be kind Ryan, of Ryan, nice what you a, just a described is the reason that we have anti vaxxers. <laughs> Because they're able to easily put their stupid shit from their stupid brains on the internet. <laughs> but I mean, there's probably some cults out there that have like a kind of a like a, a normal belief, like, for example, like a, an apocalypse cult. Maybe it's from an environmental disaster caused by climate change. And maybe they have some really good data on climate change. But then their solution is like, uh, we should exterminate all the humans and make them into tree people or something, you know. I like, think it'd there's be nice. probably that's pretty adjacent. scientifically sound. It'd be nice yeah. to get like a cultopedia going, you know? Like you, you have the Wikipedia for actual information. Yeah. But if you're like the Wikipedia doesn't quite have my answers. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a cult out there that has some sort of answers on this topic? So you're looking for like a less regulated Wikipedia, maybe with some some more kind of like a seedy underbelly of beliefs. Well, yeah. Maybe like like a sketchypedia. Yeah. Cultopedia, yeah. Cultopedia is pretty good. I think we, us three, just from where we're from, we're from like kind of a remote, small Alaska town. We, we're the most cult adjacent, I think. We, we've probably encountered um, a good amount. 
Um, and I've counted a lot of cults over here in New York. There's a lot of cults. Well, right. Like what's interesting about that is like, like you said, if he came at you at a 10, right? Like in intensity and craziness, had he maybe inched it back a little bit, like maybe didn't get into the universe is all tied to music and you should join my cult. He might've sold something for real. Like maybe do that after your, my money is in your hand. (laughs) He's so, I mean, he's not, I think he took it a bit far, but the the there is a lot of science and research going on about like the foundation of music and the reason humans like music based on mathematics. Yeah, so, totally. you know, um, maybe he should just well, go get another degree or a degree at college study. Or maybe contact someone with one. I think the moral of the story is go to your local farmer's market. <laughs> Yeah. Support local businesses. And join a cult just to see. Just to see what it's like. You know, it's, it's you know, churches let you like go and have, you know, one or two Sundays without Oh yeah, like a trial. Yeah. Yeah. Like you audit a class in college. It'd be really nice to be able to if cults like would institute an audit policy. I think ah, you showed up. We need to cut your penis off and you gotta drink the Kool-Aid. No, no, no. I'm not <laughs> in this I'm not in this cult. I'm auditing it. Okay, let's get back to <laughs> Okay, well, Thanks for sharing, right? That's so wild. Let's not who- say who that is because I don't want to put his website on blast. Oh, totally, yeah. I'm, I'm um, about. But you know what? He might actually have he he might have a point with his music stuff. Maybe just don't join his cult. So, little PSA. Yeah, don't jo- don't actually join cults, guys. Be careful. <laughs> Please be careful. It's too easy to get sucked in. It's too exciting and fun. Um. Well, l- speaking of cults, let's get back into the cult of Airbud. Um. Because this is there's one that you can't woof 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 woof. That was good. That the thing is, is like the the and guys, I don't want to like be a bummer here because I I want this podcast to be fun. Um, but the the dog who plays Buddy, he did unfortunately pass away a year later. Um, but I didn't know this dude can actually play basketball. Yeah. yeah, that's the craziest thing. And we what need to devote we need to devote a segment <laughs> to that real quick and let the listeners know that like yeah. so so Airbud is about a dog who can actually play basketball. Okay. And it For stars real. a dog that can actually play basketball. And the movie is about the dog that is actually in the movie. Like it's, yeah, it's that the dog. Like <laughs> So the, so the order of events was there was a dog that could actually play basketball. And they were like, let's make a movie about this dog. <laughs> and let's cast this dog. That's what actually happened when they made Airbud. It's, it's almost exactly like Michael Jordan in Space Jam, right? Like, there, yeah. it wasn't an actor playing Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Like, Michael Jordan in Space Jam was Michael Jordan. He could. It was about his life. Michael Jordan in that movie could actually play basketball, and Bugs Bunny could actually smash someone with a hammer and not kill them. Yeah, that's something he can do in real life too. That's something yeah, to keep in mind. It was a pretty star, pretty star lineup at Space Jam. How'd they get all those Looney Tunes people in one room degree in a movie like the What's pay? Contact nightmare. No. Jesus, I know Daffy's a fucking diva. Yeah, well, they're all kind of. It's a pretty one-sided contract. They should have a union. They don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the 2D, 3D. Negotiate as a group. Yeah. Yeah, like, Airbud 2, he was towards the kind of the twilight of his career. He was, like, 10 years old, I think, when they filmed Airbud. And he was playing the younger dog. 
That, that makes sense. Just like Space Jam was filmed at, towards the end of Michael Jordan's <laughs> career. <laughs> You don't you don't have Michael Jordan in the movie Space Jam before he's played in the NBA. He has to actually be, like establish himself as being good at basketball first. And then you're like, oh, right. wow, we should make a movie about this. So this dog had an accomplished life actually playing basketball. And then they were like, we need to make an origin story. That's, and OK, so before we get into Airbud too much, whose turn is it to do synopsis? Let's just let's just get the synopsis out of the way so we can we can do this. Um you guys were is it jace i it might be jace it's either uh i think you did lincoln lawyer ryan didn't you or did i do it i did do lincoln lawyer. i think it was me then so maybe maybe you're airbud ryan so maybe you're, you should already you should maybe you should just do the synopsis then damn it it's the ryan heavy episode i did <laughs> i did a rom-com i did the rom-com you did the wedding planner i did the wedding I planner did lincoln lawyer so ryan okay noticeably unprepared um Airbud is the feel-good story of a dog named Buddy. Now, this dog has had a rough life. He started out at the bottom of your respected uh, where you could be in life, and that's as a prop in a clown's routine. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the clown is like an abusive alcoholic. And that's actually pretty important. I'm not just throwing that out there. That's like a plot point. And so... One day, when the clown is driving like a maniac down the road, uh, Airbud falls out of the back of his truck. The, the clown kind of rough with the and lands in, in, in a crate, and the crate lands on the road. Yeah, and, um, I'm going to get real specific here because this outraged me. <laughs> then a family <laughs> <laughs> moving into town, <laughs> driving down that road, and hits, hits the, the dog. They, they literally hit the dog. And the mom is like, whoa, that was crazy. And the kid sees, oh, wow, we just hit a dog. And nobody says anything. And that family speeds away. Like, <laughs> she checks on her daughter. It is like, oh, my God, are you OK? Wow, crazy. OK, here we go. Okay, now that golden retriever climbed out of it. Better get the fuck out of here. And then they get home and they're moving to the new city. So the kid is like going to junior high school or something. And he's like a total loner and nobody at school likes him, apparently. And he's wandering around and he likes to play basketball, but his dad is dead. And so he's playing basketball by himself and Airbud comes. His and dad's Airbud's dead? Thing, yeah, his dad died. I thought he just, the movie. he just really liked test pilots and just had that random news article about that test pilot dying. <laughs> His parents got divorced. Oh, sorry, honey. Your dad's That's not around thing. anymore. He's back in California. I don't love him, so he can't play basketball with you. <laughs> sorry, go on, Ryan. And so the, the kid like is playing basketball by himself. Well, it turns out that Buddy, this loose golden retriever that's rabid now, uh, really likes balls. And like we'll go <laughs> That's like actually true. Yeah, no, that's that's true, dogs. No, of this particular dog. Like it's like oh that's like a character that's part of his character is that he loves yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, all, uh, all balls. That just it it just sorry, that just slipped out another, of me. There's, there's, okay, he likes round pieces of sport equipment. Is that what you want me to say? Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. That helped me. Okay, so this kid, for the third time, is playing basketball, and 
Buddy is there, and Buddy sees him and goes like and like nudges the ball at him, and the kid and like takes the dog home and stuff. Like you know where this is going, and the kid takes the dog home, and there's hijinks ensue, and uh, the kid's like being bullied at school and stuff, and he wants to join the basketball team, and so he practices with the dog, and turns out the dog can actually play basketball, and so the kid is like, "This is nuts." And this is actually a great way to describe, like, my favorite scene in the movie. The first time the dog mates a basket with the basketball, <laughs> in any other movie, the kid would just be like, whoa, good job, dog. In this movie, the kid is like, oh, my God, this dog can play basketball. <laughs> and he, like, totally tells it. I love it. It was so good. Wait, yeah, because you would, you would assume that the dog just boinked it in the hoop, and that was like, oh, that was really cool. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God, he understands the sport, <laughs> and he knew to hit it at that angle. <laughs> this is the greatest dog in the world. And, and so the dog becomes a fixture of the local basketball team because through hijinks, the, the town figures out that this dog can play basketball. Which I think is almost more noteworthy than the original scene of him finding out he can play basketball because an entire gym full of people goes dead silent and they're like oh he can play basketball i don't know if you guys read the wikipedia page but the town of uh, fairfield washington where this takes place is actually a lead mining town and everyone in that town has minor brain damage so that's why they all think the dog can understand and play basketball yeah, and that's really how the movie goes. There's um, a villain who is the coach and also a scrawny little bratty kid. And, uh, and his alcoholic some, father. Yeah, there's some weird stuff with that. They, they play in a big game, but all their kids are hurt or sick or something. And they, they only have four players. Poisoning. And they're like, oh, crap. What are we going to do? And the coach, who's like this old, wily, crafty, uh, former professional basketball player, is like, I have an idea. And they <laughs> wheel out Airbud, and Airbud is their fifth member of the team. And this is the best part of the movie to me. This is the <laughs> yeah. second best part of the movie to me that I've said so far. The, the opposing coach is like, this is insane. You can't let that dog be on your basketball team. Like, that's that's against the rules, number one. And number two, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, you can't have a dog out here on your team. This is, for, this is a game for human beings. Do you understand that? Like, well, we, 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 we recognize the difference between humans and animals, right? And the, the rules is, actually didn't say that. The rules say dog can't play basketball. <laughs> so, and so Airbud schools these kids and wins the game. And the movie just sort of ends. Ryan, my take from this is that you're a rules is written kind of dungeon master. Right. <laughs> because nowhere in the rules for the game of basketball did it say that the player had to A, be human. <laughs> and also, did you guys notice that the, uh, there's a, the, the evil player, it's like a, it's, he's like 10 years old and they cast him as an evil kid. The Draco Malfoy of this Airbud universe. He fouls the dog. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> he like actually commits a like a foul on the dog, and the solution is like let the dog shoot free throws. <laughs> I love that. But he's like, just just toss the ball to the dog, and he'll bounce it in. <laughs> like toss it to him, I guess. Which I thought was fucking hilarious. 
And so for the rest of this episode, I think we should just talk about our favorite Airbud scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I remember reading, I think it was like a, maybe it was a Reddit comment or someone said this before, but I also think it's worth revisiting. Like, what if they didn't win the game and the coach was like, let the dog play and they lost by like a lot. Like that'd be fucking that hilarious. Been, that would have been yeah. I think okay, so I played junior high basketball. Yeah. In a very storied career. Mm-hmm. Don't fact check that. And I think that they did a good job of portraying how intense parents feel about junior high basketball. Yes. And oh, sports God, yeah. too. Children's sports but is psychotic. It's insane. This is another short story. We'll see. Uh one team, we played this small, tiny town that didn't have many players and didn't really have a good, like, you know, team. So we demolished them. Like, we beat them by, like, 70 points. And uh, That's a lot. What? Yeah, I'm not joking. And the issue was, I was probably the second or third worst player on, on our team. Um, I played for about two minutes in that game because our coach and the fathers of the good players in seventh grade were like insistent on only playing the best kids at all times. I rode the bench when we're up 70 points <laughs> and the coach is like, I'm not going to put you in. You're going to blow it. Uh, at that point, I want to play for the other team. I want to play for the team that has only five points because at least I'll be able to play. I just want to run around with my friends, you know, well, in the coach's defense, Ryan, did you guys win the game? Yeah. Well, then you well, didn't blow it. So, something's <laughs> something's working. But that's but that's kind of what I mean. It's yeah, like, yeah. Nobody is watching. You think that there's nobody even the fucking audience? It's, it's an empty auditorium. Like, right. You think that a college scout is watching? You think that this is actually helping this kid's basketball development? Just going to town on these kids from a different county? <laughs> I need this. No, but yeah, <laughs> their brain development was pretty far behind. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It just, it really rings true in these environments. Yeah. There was some poignant moments that I didn't expect in this 90s Disney Channel original movie um, where, where they show moments like that. But also like, okay, the thing with the abusive coach who is named Coach Barker, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but he like... You know, there was that scene where he's he's like throwing the balls at the kid. And the kid's like has a bloody nose and he's like, come on, catch the ball. And then Airbud helps bust it. But I was like, I didn't need to be in the movie. I, I feel like I don't, I, there was just scenes like that where I'm like, why was that drama there? OK, the drama about this. I agree with I, that. I think I think I think that it serves as a way to show that, hey, if this coach is treating these kids like this in public. Right. Imagine how he's treating them in private. Mm-hmm. It might have been trying to, to to be a commentary on people like this in general, saying like, "Hey, parents, if your little Johnny is playing sports and your coach is kind of a dick, yeah, at the game, he's probably a huge dick when you're not watching him." Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a little bit of a PSA. I just, I guess, from like a tone perspective, I think I got a little bit of whiplash. Where it was like, whoa, this is a dark scene. Like, oh, look at the dogs playing basketball again. It's all good. And I just, I kind of was like, whoa, that was kind of a weird, weird thing. So, but I mean, the editing in this movie was, was just 
I don't know if it's the editing, but there's just so much random shit. Like when I saw the opening scene where it's like a clown car bouncing on the road, I'm like, where the shit is this going? <laughs> like they didn't even they didn't show the dog for a while. And he's like this drunk clown, like stumbling in. It's like about how his you know, life's falling apart in the gig economy or whatever. And it just I think there was just so many moments like that that didn't have to do with the dog. And I just I, I don't know. It was just a lot of bizarre decisions. I don't think you can have a movie the length of this movie with just the dog. I could have to pretty heartily disagree. <laughs> because Maybe this is a movie you... for humans about a dog that can play basketball. And the dog can really, you can only show the dog shooting so many two-pointers before you're like, well, okay. okay. <laughs> play my my issue is probably called the Transformers problem, where it's too much humans talky talky. I want to see Transformers fight each other, and I want to see the fucking dog shoot more hoops. Like every time he was on screen, I was like, "Yeah, shoot them hoops!" And then I didn't give a rat's ass about I don't know whatever the kids. <laughs> give it, career, give it thirty know. more minutes of the dog shooting hoops, and you might be having a different story right now. You know, you might have been man. There were too many dog shooting hoopies. Because they can only take one video of him. It's like, oh, he, he shot the doing, same shot 30 times. And I, he shot a free throw. I did think that they would do like tight edits to make it seem like he was shooting. I didn't expect to actually see him like bonk the ball and make yeah. it in one shot. Like that's what I that's the main thing I want to talk about. Yeah. How amazing were the dog stunts in this movie? It was Fantastic. so good. He was a fucking professional. He hit all his marks. Do, they would do oneers of the dog doing these insane stunts, like the roof scene. It was really cool. Yeah, him climbing up the vine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is, a, this is this is like the Michael Jordan of dogs, in, in yeah. acting and in basketball. I was yeah, like I was just so impressed by like how well he hit his marks, how like disciplined he was when he like you know he would put his head up at certain times and like stop on a dime and shit. Well, also in those scenes where the dog was like would run under a table and the table would have a really long tablecloth mm -hmm. and then the tablecloth would invariably end up on the dog. Mm -hmm. That was a human under that tablecloth. <laughs> <laughs> if I paused the movie at one time and you could see like head and shoulder blades. Oh, that's funny. I can't that believe they pushed his dog off of a truck bed. <laughs> they put a human in the, in the kennel <laughs> and they pushed him off. That's <laughs> kosher. I also like in the credits, they say, like, all basketball scenes used no special effects. Yeah, that was unnecessary, like, obviously. I thought I was I was wondering, though, I was like, damn, this dog is slamming him. And I guess I didn't know this was a basketball movie. I thought this would be a soccer movie, like a sport that's easier for a dog to play. Just in my mind, because, you know, I, I feel like a dog can just kind of, you know, boink a ball with his nose or something or, you know, run with it. And like when I heard it was a basketball movie, this is how little I know about Airbud. I was like, how the like the mechanics? That seems like, like the hardest one. It's, yeah, it does. Like he can't dribble. Maybe baseball. That, so Airbud three is a fucking baseball movie, dude. Look at the cover. It's insane. It's, he's, he's holding just a runner. The, he's holding the bat in his mouth, implying that this dude hits seventy mile an hour fucking balls. A kid With cannot throw 70 miles now. <laughs> but fair enough. Does he throw or catch? Catch. Probably catch. But ooh, that would hurt. Dog. 
What yeah. Is he catch? Yeah, you can't catch. That's awful, man. You don't want to fucking hurt the. But he he does play basketball, and this is this is gonna be where I pitch that we pivot this whole season to Airbud because I want to see the mechanics. Because then there's there's um there's there's the sequel of this one, Airbud Two, where he's a football player. And is he? I'm not on board just because we're you're not gonna have mechanics in any of the Air Buddies movies. So like oh, we have room true, to yeah. fit in the first three or four Air Buds, where maybe the right. dog is actually playing the sport. But we're gonna get to the point where it's just like probably a lot of CGI and dogs talking, right? Don't the buddies talk or not? They do talk and they do <laughs> operate a space vehicle. Um, I mean, Which you is- look at obviously more impressive than playing basketball yeah i i agree but i mean we've seen that before dude like i think the first the first thing in space was like the space dog from russia like we already know there's a that's been done but what if at the end of space buddies it says no special effects were used in the space (laughs) scenes what the fuck i feel like elon musk to promote dogecoin would try to train series of talks to operate one of his space vehicles too much controversy he, yeah i think putting the dog in that rocket was just because they didn't want to kill first yeah they didn't bring like a back it's it was fucked up but thing is yeah Leica went up in space a dog operated a space vehicle before a dog played basketball i don't think a dog ever played basketball before airbud my uh, golden retriever which was arguably after Airbud could dribble a basketball and he could hit the ball but he couldn't hit That's it pretty cool into the hoop that being said i was Airbud hitting a regulation basketball because that's got to hurt the nose no it was it deflated, was deflated. yeah you see, yeah your, that doesn't your, i mean your dog was a defensive player probably or, or like you know like a passer it's a dri- you know. dribble yeah yeah he, he was kind of he keep the ball at about like three feet he'd hit it that's pretty good. Like, that's a good skill. Like, Airbud is not a dribbler. He has no mobility. He's yeah. a shooter. I think your he, dog and him. He could steal the ball. He stole the ball steal. a couple times. He did. He did hit a guy in the nuts, too. So he, like, Which, knows. How is that not a foul? <laughs> yeah, he like, he, like, hit the ball and hit the kid in the nuts, and he, like, crumpled, and then he kept going, and the rest, like, it's clean. <laughs> well, and also, they already had an injury timeout, like, two minutes before this, so the refs were just like, fuck this kid. <laughs> okay, so there's Airbud Golden Receiver, Airbud World Pup, Airbud Seventh Inning Fetch, and then Airbud Spikes Back, which is volleyball, which I feel like is the, the one of the easiest. Maybe yeah, it's probably the easiest dog sport. Mm-hmm. Unless he's spiking the ball, if that motherfucker can jump up over the net and spike, and spike the ball. I think I I talked about this with you guys before too, but like that'd be very tight to have. Maybe some new Airbud movies doing different sports like paintball, um, chess, UFC. <laughs> but then, wait, okay, I video games, video games with the UFC thing because <laughs> you don't want dog fights. No, but they have Submissions. gloves and everything, and there's no biting. Submissions only, maybe. I feel like he could triangle people. Um, yeah, esports. I feel like he could have like a joystick playing League or something. Like I think there's 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 stuff here. I want to see him do the uh, Olympic sport that's like kayaking down the rapids. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like there's so much more content here. And now we have technology that's so much better that you don't need to necessarily train a dog to kayak. 
you can maybe have a guy in a dog suit or something. <laughs> oh, you're worried about the integrity of the sport or like in the movie? I mean, I'm I'm worried about like people throwing a dog in a kayak and trying to make him a whitewater raptor <laughs> to make a new Airbud movie versus just having a guy wear a costume and, and do it and we can we can do it all in post. Like and I feel you like can't there's do more the special effects thing. That's what I live for. I mean, you people. I mean, yeah, that's true. They don't put that in Air Buddies, and that if I can, that did pretty well. I'm just saying, there's there's other things to have in here. You can have Air Bud playing competitive Call of Duty, screaming slurs into the microphone. <laughs> Bro, cut it, beep it, beep it. It's too late. Okay, the other out of Air Bud material. No, oh no. <laughs> okay, Ryan, this will end up coming back to you, but what? I understand. We, 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 right, uh, Danelle, you've already talked about it. There was a lot of human stuff in it, and it's because there has to be some kind of a story that surrounds this dog playing basketball. But also, I'm pretty sure the laws existed when this movie came out that if an animal is abandoned for multiple months and you take care of it, you legally own it now. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, that, that was bullshit. 30, 30, states, away, yeah. 30 states in the United States have abandonment laws in that if you spend a certain amount of time attempting to find the owner of an animal and they don't come forward, you're allowed to claim the animal. And we sh he showed that. He put up posters, even if the dog tore him down, trying to find the owner of this dog. And while the timeline was a little bit iffy because it went into Christmas and then the leaves were falling off the trees three months later, three weeks yeah. later. Yeah, we don't worry about that. You know? Um, he legally owned that dog, so... I'm glad the justice system pulled through. Me too, right? What's your <laughs> opinion on the courtroom scene? Okay, I was, I was wondering how many movies have courtroom scenes? <laughs> a lot. Is I that pretty really realistic? Or... Until I'm asked about it. Like, I'm, when I'm watching a movie and it has a courtroom scene, I'm like, ah, damn it. Ask me about it. Um, yeah, abandonment law is a big deal. I think uh, you just have to do your due diligence. And if it's obvious, that the court to the court that this one guy abuses the dog yeah um courts can do whatever they want are you seriously gonna appeal <laughs> like this guy taking away this dog that you abuse um i've been involved in a couple what? of dog cases too that were really really messed up oh but uh they don't have any sympathy for animal abusers at all yeah and this reminded me a lot since it's a small town too here on, in this neck of the woods, there's something called justice courts, and they are insane. Like, to be a judge on this justice court, like, you don't have to be a lawyer. You don't have to have gone to law school or oh, anything. This is like XFL, you know, where it's like a little crazier. Yeah. It's like the arena football of oh, yes. law. Okay. I'm Except in. It's like people with no money and who just like need some sort of remedy real quick. I'm out. This and sounds sad. Okay. Terribly corrupt and very, very, very unfair. But most of the time, the judge just makes a gut decision on what, like, what to do. And so, if you seriously go to like a justice court, like, uh, hey, I found this dog. This guy beats this dog, and this dog loves me now, and I give it a good home. Uh, and he wants to take it away. From me. Yeah. Th that judge is gonna be like, "Screw you, dude! I'm giving the dog to the right. I'm giving the dog to you, like right? the non-abuser." That's pretty funny. I thought the court court scene was hilarious. I, what is there? 
like legal bounds for him to be like, let the dog choose. And they're like, course the dog. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like these justice courts, you can do whatever you want. Is that what what this maybe was was? Because this this judge was like he was wilding, man. Like I, I don't know what he was. On. Yeah, and that's why I thought about Justice Court because the judge did not even like know what time of day it was. <laughs> Give me shit. Making like binding decisions. Yeah, he was uh, like the dog barked, and he was like, "What was that?" <laughs> He's like, "That was a bark, sir, from a dog." He's like, "A dog? <laughs> What's a dog?" Like it was just. Is that a dog? That's the child in this case sir ugly child <laughs> yeah like you didn't and, even know the plaintiffs or you know whatever you call them and also i've never seen a gavel smacked the student really liked to smack the gavel well they had to they not- make the dog bark that was hilarious that was, it, it, <laughs> and he'd be like speak and then i'd be like woof speak <laughs> woof <laughs> stop speaking a- woof <laughs> honest like how many gavel smacks are there usually in a court case ryan i've never there's zero is there one at the end where they're like guilty and they smack? No. At least. What, what? the fuck is the gavel for? For beating uh, unruly patrons? <laughs> yes. In a way. <laughs> for self-defense. It's for like if for some reason if order needs to be brought or like nobody's looking up at the front. You should have given that yeah. dog contempt of court. At least from the, at least from the ones I've been yeah, to. Yeah. I mean, haven't been was, You guys think like Daredevil has a seizure every time they hit the gavel? <laughs> Probably pretty loud. No, he went like, into that nightclub really... scene once, so the loud he's fine. That's true. Shit. <laughs> that hey, scene. What the fuck? Yeah, that scene really just. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that scene alone makes it really not make sense that any other time there's a loud sound, he's like ah, ah. thousands of gunshots. <laughs> I want a monster truck rally, Airbud, where. A hillbilly mm. in overall says, There ain't no rules to say the dog can't drive the truck. <laughs> and the dog's that would like, be so tired. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is in the vein, the spirit of the series, I think, of the people who really love it. <laughs> Why doesn't he fucking play disc golf or fucking disc golf uh, or, or oh, uh, ultimate? That's a that's a easy dog sport. I feel like that's a Who's good dog that? sport. The um the other thing, this uh, this basketball player, this uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Oh, the coach, right? The coach, the the new, new coach, coach, the good one. Which okay, I think yeah. you 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 might be right earlier when you said that the scene of him throwing the the balls at the kid, um, you know, in some vein was a little bit harsh. It was a little bit shocking. Mm-hmm. You do have to make a decision at some point when you're making this movie that says we have to get rid of the bad coach but they wanted to make him a villain and they really wanted to pave the way for you know the the person who's a maintenance guy who used to be an NBA player uh, to come in but my god what <laughs> everybody just listens to this dude he can walk in and he can be like yeah you should give the dog a credit card and somebody <laughs> at bank would be like okay yeah <laughs> he walks okay. into the courtroom he's like why don't you let the dog decide? <laughs> it's like, yeah. He's like, I've heard a lot of cockamamie bullshit ideas as my tenure as a judge, but I like this one. <laughs> and it's almost like he's a Jedi. Right? Yeah. He's like, there's no rule that says the dog can't play basketball. <laughs> okay. Um, I heard a rumor that this movie, um, 
like the original plot was that Airbud, like the dog, was a reincarnation of the kid's father. Um, and like it was like his spirit. And I, it's a and bit I think funny. they like they changed it. Yeah, they they changed it so it's like different. But then like this is kind of the plot of Seventeen again, almost except the dog. It's a dog instead of Zac Efron as a seventeen-year-old. I just thought that was that was interesting. Like it would have really oh. changed the movie if the dog was the kid's dad. That would have been awesome. I don't know how we would figure that out and also why the dog was reincarnated as his father, but the dog was like four years old. Well, the dad goes to heaven and then Jesus puts his, his soul into a dog. I think that's the direction they wanted to go. That would have greater implications. Like, okay, if in this universe, if right. God reincarnates the Christian God, people, the Christian God reincarnates people into animals after death. I don't want to just watch a movie about a dog playing basketball. <laughs> I want to watch some really weird stuff. Like, gotta be careful. Yeah, we gotta be really careful. <laughs> I think it's like a it's like a ranking system. Like you, right? If you're a good person and you deserve to come back in some way, they'll he'll send you when it's like your kid's dog. Yeah, like. I remember, and you know, I think there's like a sect of Buddhism that kind of, ha- you know, they have the reincarnation <laughs> and based on how good you are, you know, you kind of go up. Like if you're if you're a shit, you're like a dung beetle. Where does Airbud rank? You come fucking home from school one day and your dog's sitting in a pile of ketchup and it's like written out, I love you, Johnny. And you're like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> like, Fido, you weirdo. Go play basketball. I'm trapped in this dog shell. Please help, help me. me. If you're like an awesome person, does it imply that you'll get reincarnated as like, I don't know, like a space dragon that shits planets or something? Dead you know, you've been using that line since high school. Dude, I mean, that's the fucking, that's when my mind, yeah, that's the greatest form. I like, agree. I tell people that. If I get reincarnated, I was kick ass. A dragon, dragon. God. <laughs> I want to be one of those uh, snow monkeys in Japan that hangs out in the oh, spas. The, the hot tub monkeys? Yeah. His dad must have not been that great of a person to be a dog, like after being a human. Like, he was a test pilot. Was he like bombing countries and stuff? But probably. It's the Michael and... Jordan of dogs, though. Like, so he's at the top. Okay, of so that. he's like pretty good. Mm. You know, he they if they put him in an F sixteen, do you think that dog would have like been ripping some barrel rolls and like was like the top ace? He he could have come back as War. Beverly Hills Chihuahua, but he got airbusted. Imagine if the U.S. government figures that out, right? They train one human to fly a jet, and you're like, even if he dies, he gets reincarnated as a dog, and that dog still knows how to fly the jet. We have oh. to find that dog. Of all the dogs is born this year, we have to find the one that knows how to fly a plane, and then we won't have to waste the money training a new uh, pilot. So they'll have aptitude tests for dogs at birth, like to recognize call signs. You and have recognize- to bring them in to a, to a local <laughs> office whenever well, you get a new dog. That's the 80th dog that definitely couldn't fly a plane. <laughs> at some point, <laughs> Johnson, don't you think we should stop putting them in planes first, and they should like. We have simulators. Hit some buttons. We've we've got a lot of money to waste. They perform well under pressure. 
This dog ripped a guy's throat out. I I don't know if that's because he's a dog or if he's a Navy SEAL that died. <laughs> this is this is both dog and Navy SEAL behavior. Inconclusive. Did like shitting on my desk when he was alive. I don't know. Maybe my dog is just some a hole. Well, in the vein of that, like. Um, the other like the other night I was I like woke up in the middle of the night to write down like airbud ideas. Now I just want to like float float some of them by you. Uh, one of them, the sentence I wrote was "airbud weed movie." Is that anything like mm-hmm. like bud? That's like, literally Scooby Doo. A... <laughs> oh shit! That's right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Where he's just um, like I think airbud is like a good weed name, and like maybe he's like a dealer. You know, he like kind of runs. So oh. I don't know. We we could talk about that one. Um. Budding bad. Ooh, budding bad. That's good. Like his basketball career, maybe he gets injured and then he has to kind of pay for the medical bills. Yeah. Um, I have gritty Airbud reboot where he cusses and does drugs and sometimes kills. That's what we're talking about. I think that's pretty good. What about like um, Bud Wick, where it's like the reverse oh. of John Wick, where the human gets killed and then Air Bud goes on a murdering rampage. assassination rampage. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's actually a really good idea, Jace. Hmm. So you could literally cast Keanu Reeves and have an alternate universe where he gets shot <laughs> and the dog picks up a gun <laughs> and it has an engineer like ready train it for his paws. So he's like shooting. <laughs> Is he shooting other dogs or people? Is John oh, Wick didn't dogs. shoot dogs. It's other dogs. <laughs> no, I want to watch this movie. <laughs> but I guess if the up. other dogs were bad mobsters that killed John, the other Wick. dogs are the ones who killed Count Reeves. It's just it's maybe it's, it's justified. A complete species I, switch. Yeah. So in this world, are, are humans in kennels and in pets? No, and, it's just this plot of this movie, the species switch. It's like the dog yeah, hotel like or whatever, dog. you know? It's like the... It's a big a flip. They're still humans. Okay, they're still humans. They're still around. And this is just following the dogs. Yeah. And there's a dog criminal underground or something. Maybe it would be funnier if the dog was just killing humans. Killed a bunch of humans? I, think, I like I that too. Humans, but I don't think watching dogs killing hundreds of other dogs is going to be a fun <laughs> movie to watch. I don't think I want to see that at all. <laughs> I don't care how much those other dogs committed crimes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> do you guys want to get into our uh, our ratings for this movie? Yes, but I always want to say I had no idea how to rate this movie. Yeah. Because, okay. like, this is like getting a wine sommelier to, t- to, like, review Mountain Dew Code Red. You know, you just, it's not the same here. You don't review it like that, right? Yeah, I have no idea. We need to come up with a dog scale, first of all. Like, we need to kind of uh, pitch some ideas. Yeah. I think all our scales can be different, but I have no idea how to grade this movie. No idea. I mean, Jace, I think I'll let you kind of take more executive authority because this was your pitch about what to call the dog meter. I do think maybe the meter should include maybe, like, how much how much dog was in there, how much dog action, maybe. That yeah. might be an idea. Um, how good was the dog? Um, quality of tricks, you know, like, uh, you there, I feel like sometimes on screen, you can tell when they they've had to choose a specific camera angle to oh, get yeah. the owner of the dog to signal. Um, you know, an Airbud was pretty good about hitting his cues. 
fucking incredible. And uh-huh. you know, I don't want to spoil my score. Um, yeah, dog. I think volume dog would be would be good too to include. Like, yeah, like the, the baseline scene, volume like, and quality of dog of quality. like the main that's, the that's main dog movie. actor. Yeah, uh, is is always an easy like half your scale to to give okay. or something. You know, I think we got a good scale there just to start out with, and I think it can evolve as we watch more dog movies. We're gonna watch ten of these suckers. So. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Jace, do you have like an idea of like a dog meter name, or I mean, we can brainstorm together too. I think we have to brainstorm. I don't have one. I've just got the the woof up on the screen. Like we can have a woof meter. I think that's not Wolf-o-meter. bad. Woofometer <laughs> is actually pretty good. It's pretty funny. Adding ometer to anything. Yeah. Barkometer. Barkometer. Barkometer is good. Let's, the, let's get into the it. Timberwolves, and we probably shouldn't. I mean, uh, they have a the howlometer. Howlometer, you know, um, but that, that might be. A, I don't want to. Yeah, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, well, the Timberwolves are also in Airbud, which was yeah, the name of their team. Fun. Yeah, that's fine. I think as long as we have an ometer, the Wolfometer, the Wagometer, we can call it. You know, yeah. I liked I liked the Wolfometer. Yeah. Um, if you guys like, I, it seemed like we all we. We had more of a positive reaction to that one. Um, but unless you guys got a good pitch. No, do it. Okay. Let's do the wolfometer. Gase, do you want to go first? Oh, shit. I mean, this is this was, you know, do, do we want to change up the order? Sure. All right. Gase, do you want to do you want to give us your your wolfometer, our newly minted meter? Um, first crack. Yeah. First lag. I am. I'm a dog sitting behind a fence and there's a stake on the other side. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm wolfing for this one. Airbud, buddy. Wow. Wow. When he climbed out that window, traversed the roof, climbed down onto an, uh, is that an awning? Owl? Awning? Awning? An awning? I don't know. And then... Oh, yeah. work, I thought. Oh, what? He, um, it was lattice work. Yeah. Like foyer. So, what he fucking... This dog could have been in Ocean's Eleven. Hmm? Yeah. His heist ability, his, his slyness, he's quick. My goodness. I mean, just hit, hit his cues every single time. Um, I did feel a little bad for him. You know, when he was getting manhandled a little bit. Yeah. But he acted like a champ through it. There wasn't like a single. He was like, he looked uncomfortable. But uh, much like many actors, you know. And my God, his ability to shoot a basketball is. I I, I joked uh, that part of my meter would be whether or not I could like beat the dog or compete with the dog, maybe in whatever they were doing in the film. Yeah. Air Bud would smoke me on the court, man. Like. <laughs> The only horse? thing, the only thing I have like, on him is height. I don't think it's helping. <laughs> you can probably beat him in like a dunk, NBA like dunk contest. Yeah, maybe. maybe. You don't maybe. know what He's he got has. A pretty good vert, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Air Bud's getting a ten wolves from me. Ten wolves out of ten. I, I think we, I think we picked the wrong. Wow, we come, we came out hot. We had to. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know, my quintessential dog movie. Yeah, every step of the way. 
we're breaking this meter in at a 10 <laughs> cracking the seal i don't know what my metrics are but um as soon as i got done with the movie i knew that Airbud was the one all right that's a 10 for jace um i suppose i'll go next we usually go clockwise uh if that's okay with ryan before uh yeah this movie fucking blew me away dude like i was expecting <laughs> like i guess i saw a disney channel original movie i saw that or i mean not disney channel but you know it's like a disney movie with starring a golden retriever who plays sports i'm like okay this is gonna be like a poorly edited ridiculous movie like sharknado or something like just something that's really really bad um and it was it was bad but the dog was fucking incredible dude this is one of the greatest athletes i have ever seen in a species he is an apex of dog kind like how rare is it do you get to see someone of a species that is the greatest at that thing man fucking incredible like i didn't expect him first of all to play basketball i when i found out it was a basketball movie i was like leaned in i was like holy shit what is gonna happen here and he was boinking the balls okay like i full disclosure i didn't make a basket until i was like 13 years old like and this was years and years of trying like i am so bad at basketball like it just does not connect in my brain i think i've made like five baskets in my life okay and i saw this this dog think in a human sport like i can't play any dog sports like so many fucking baskets like an absolute professional like you said this dog was hitting his marks all the emotion on his face he did not get distracted i think he was like looking like at all the right times and there was a really cool scene where it was like i don't, I don't know ryan if you noticed this it was like a one shot where the kid's talking to the mom and then like the dogs in the background kind of moving and stuff that was super cool buddy fucking killed it dude we're looking at if there was if there was like an Oscars for dogs, I think Buddy would get the Lifetime Achievement Award. Best actor did all his own goddamn stunts. This dude's easily going to get a 10, easily 10. I witnessed one of the greatest dog athletes slash actors of our time. When Bud passed away, sadly, in 1998, we lost a Titan. Mm -hmm. And I know his owner trained his offspring. Thank God Bud made it and passed along his incredible genes um, to these great dogs who I'm assuming are doing great things nowadays. Um, mm. We got... No? Is it... No. Was, wasn't the sequels? Golden Retrievers don't live 20 years, buddy. I mean, surely they had... They fucked, right? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. His lineage... Much like a shogun in the feudal era of Japan, <laughs> they still live on, competing in sports to this day. Jesus Christ. I'm just easy 10 for, the, for this one. I don't think it gets better than this, folks. Um, I unfortunately am put in the tough spot of derailing the Airbud train. I think this is okay. a good this is a good reason for me to go first because I think sometimes I can be our toughest critic. But okay, I'm gonna come out and say a nine on mm -hmm. the dog for the wolf meat. Okay, the dog okay. was amazing. Don't get me wrong. He like mm -hmm. I've said multiple times, he's mm -hmm. the greatest dog ever. Essentially, at mm -hmm. being a basketball player, yeah. his stunts were amazing. I don't mm -hmm. need to go over it too much. But there's like this that roof long shot. Where he's like walking on the roof and stuff that, that blew me away. I, I agree that the sense blew me away. Unfortunately, I think my point is gonna have to come off of volume. There was mm. a lot of there was a lot of non-dog scenes. 
Okay. Whereas compare it to a movie like, you know, Homeward Bound or Turner and Hooch, where Turner and right. Hooch has like literally like one or two scenes that don't involve the dog. Um, there, this was a lot. There was probably a half hour of non-dog scenes. Okay. And That's uh, fair. At yeah. that point, I, I would realize I'm watching a kid's Disney movie. Mm-hmm. I should get up and get like food or um so for that for that reason but i think you guys laid it out really well um no reason to to rag on the dog here uh i'm gonna rag on the movie a little bit in a few seconds but i'm gonna go with nine for the dog solid okay so the volume i think made a detract and you know this was my complaint too and i I think that's totally fair um i think maybe just in honor of of bud and his great performance i think it bumped it to a 10 for me just seeing a professional in his element it's fine. You know, like watching Michael Jordan, you know, at a Bulls game at his peak, man. Like I just I was just so in awe. Um, now, this next part, I think, is going to be our difficult review. Because we're like we said, we're broaching on a genre of movies that maybe shouldn't be viewed as critically as some as Interstellar, um, as Argo. Gone Girl. Gone Girl. This ain't that type of movie. But I do want to at least have us take a crack at this. Um, Jace, I'll have you maybe tee us off uh, once you're ready. Yeah, I'm. I was pleasantly surprised by the movie. I don't think there were a lot of '90s faux pas in it that um, that I think would have would have uh, driven the score down uh, too heavily for me. I think um, you know it was I was pretty tired when I watched it. But uh, I was driven to the emotional states that I think that they wanted the adults to feel like uh, when, you, when you make a movie like this, you're making it for for two audiences. You're making it for children to keep kids entertained. But as an adult making a film for children, generally, you're going to try to throw in some some things for uh, for the adult audience. Um, they had wonderful physical humor if not a bit over the top in the beginning of the film with a clown uh they opened up showing buddy catching ball after ball after ball in his mouth and it really sets the scene you're like whoa okay um i thought the scene with the with the church with the destruction of property don't get me wrong that was uh in fact destruction of property and illegal but uh when he when he kicks <laughs> it the, should be in jail <laughs> when he kicks the ball into the uh the bushes and you hear the <laughs> and he's like oh, oh, and he moves forward and then the ball comes out and it's like and he goes to look in I, you know, I, th- I thought it was I thought that was a, a pretty well done scene. Um, the um, I think they had some like beautiful shots in the film that I wasn't expecting, like opening up into the sound when he pushes mm. when he pushes the gate down. And, you know, I don't know if a kid would react to seeing that site, but like I was like, wow, that's beautiful. That's in a really beautiful location. Um, I don't really know. I, I don't think I can pinpoint what was what was wrong with it. And maybe it's just the fact that, you know, we're, we are adults now, but, um, I think I'm going to give the movie sitting around a, uh, a seven. Um, seven. I'd actually like, I'd like to hear, uh, what, yeah, it's cause that's like a feel that's like a, I'm, I'm not going to watch air, Bud again, I'll probably tell people to watch it because it's, if you haven't seen air, Bud, it's hilarious. I was laughing my ass off <laughs> every time the dog was playing basketball. Like the um 
You know, and it's kind of, it's, it's insane. The fact that an adult would say, there ain't no rules about a dog playing basketball. It's like, you, 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 you have to take a logical misstep at some point to allow the dog to play basketball with the kids. And I think they did it in a funny way. So, um, I don't, I didn't see anything jarring editing wise. Maybe the script and some of the writing was a little bit, uh, could have been better in some cases. But again, we're reviewing a movie for children. So I think a seven's a pretty, yeah. pretty good place to put it. All right. That's a fair, that's a fair metric, Jace. Um, and I don't think you're wrong there. You know, I, I was trying to think of the same thing where it's like, how the fuck do I categorize this movie? Yeah. And I think where I'm going to have to land is my, my personal enjoyment. That's the only way I can do this. I can't, I can't weigh this. Like, you know, it does, does this wine have legs? You know, does it, how's the mouth feel? Like, I can't fucking do that to air, bud. Like, it's not, it's not going to work. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to come down to how much I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And the thing about this movie is like, I don't know if there was enough funny, goofy scenes to entertain children enough for this movie. I don't know how patient kids were in 1997, um, but I was like pretty bored for a lot of the movie like for long stretches where like the kids like you know skipping rocks and he's fucking looking at pictures of his dad and the, the mom's like he jimmy doesn't have a lot of friends and he's like looking at people like playing basketball and he's like does he have any hobbies and she's like i don't know and he has all those pictures of him playing basketball with his dad like i just i don't know there was a tons of just scenes like that were totally dead um so for a kid's movie i think it kind of fails there um there was also, and, and I, I said this before, there's a lot of weird scenes that were just very strange artistic choices. Um, there was that one scene where the mom's reading that Christmas story. Do you guys remember? Oh how my God, that I was? forgot about riffing yeah, on we this. We had a whole conversation about that. <laughs> what like the reading the that? Iliad to your child before bed or something it's, even. If Santa Claus didn't exist, the world would be plagued by hellfire. <laughs> like, it was so intense. It was like, Santa Claus lives forever in all of us, in all of the souls of children. He lives immortal without Santa Claus. Like, and she kept going on and on and on. And I'm like, is this Air Bud? What is this movie? It was it's way like, too long. It's like reading Nietzsche to your kid before bed. <laughs> like complex, like psychological, like and the kids are just like And yeah, so there was there was a lot of things like that where it just left me scratching my head. Um I think the physical comedy, like you said, Jace, was was actually pretty damn funny. Like the guy who played the clown, he did not hold back at all. His acting was insane. (laughs) Like him driving the truck into the lake or him slipping on a banana peel on the couch, which didn't make sense. But, you know, people are flopping over and like, you know, pulling sheets over and things are flipping. And, you know, I think to my 2020s um, eyes, that ridiculous physical cheesy comedy actually comes back around the scale and is funny to me. It's so bad that it's actually pretty fucking funny. And I, I actually got a couple laughs from that, um, you know, and, and just because like I'm, I'm a dumb idiot. I think I loved all of the basketball scenes with the dogs. <laughs> like whenever I saw a buddy hit the dog, like I had a big goofy or not, not buddy hit the dog. Whenever I saw a buddy hit, hit a ball, hit a basketball. I had a big goofy smile on my face. I was like, hell yes. Every time he made a basket, I was like, oh, good job, doggy. <laughs> and I, I, I think I, I really connected in that aspect i love golden retrievers and i love seeing them have fun and do stuff um but yeah this movie fell flat in a lot of ways i don't think i'll watch it ever again um i think the people who made this were on some kind of psychedelic substance where it's just a lot of weird choices were made um this is going to be easily 
fucking four for me. Like, I think it, it, it registered a little bit for me, you know, maybe maybe some some positives from watching this, but I don't think it's a good movie, dog. Good dog movie? <sighs> good movie, dog. And, and the other thing, too, is like, OK, kids won't like it. I don't think adults will like it. I don't think dogs will like it either. Like, there's not enough. I sent you uh, that video. Toys. My dog was watching it. Are you serious? Did, did yeah. he like it? I, I didn't. I His ears were perked up. He was like watching, actually watching the video, like the movie the whole time. Maybe we need to get a dog critic in here. It's just to kind of get it even. Jace, you're making a, a hand puppet like a dog. <laughs> Does he want to say something? No. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's an airbud for reviewing movies? Huh. Oh, yeah. They're like, wait a sec. And the dog's like, you know, pooping his nose at Citizen Kane. All right, Ryan, go ahead and give your review. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I thought I was going to be the Airbud Downer, but geez, Denali. Yeah, it is what it is, man. That Reality's is, fucking yeah, harsh. Interesting. Um, you know? I, first off, I want to say, did we not realize how sad this season is going to be? Oh, no. There's a lot of sad movies. Think about this movie was pretty light on sadness yeah. for a dog movie, and it still had yeah. like dog abuse and dog abandonment oh, no. and yeah. like a really tearjerker like court scene. They didn't even have to kill him like in the movie, you know, because that's always in the dog movie where he has yeah. to get put down. Or Timmy has to shoot him because he's rabid or some shit like that. That makes you really bummed out. Like, you're right, Ryan. That's like ninety percent of the dog movies. It's gonna be a really sad season. So I'm glad we started off on like a happy movie. Um, oh fuck! Okay, but I, I think, in a way, I think one of you said this: when you're watching a movie, especially comedies, this is mostly true for comedies, but this movie kind of blurred the line between comedy and serious dog movie. Mm -hmm. um, there's a choice that the movie makes, and the the movie makes a choice whether or not to follow real world logic or follow a comedic form of logic um parody movies are a comedic form of logic universe like in some comedy movies or parody movies like some a character will get hit by a car and they'll be like oh no and then they'll hit by a car again and they'll be like oh. and that, that's kind of funny but um it doesn't make sense to us and yeah. uh like wet hot american summer is my favorite non-logical comedy and then there's that, like, it, let's take this up to thing, like an Anchorman, like one of the comics that we kind of grew up on almost. There's like that fight scene in the middle of the movie that doesn't make any sense. And, like that totally breaks logic. Rick, where and, did you get uh, a grenade? <laughs> right. This movie was trying to be a logical movie. So you have to kind of grade it a little bit harsher than it would be if it was trying to break rules. Right. If it was just mm. like a funny Let's make dog jokes all the time. Right. Uh, it, it would be different. And that's a different genre of dog movies, like Hotel for Dogs and stuff like that, where the dogs can talk. Mm -hmm. Space Buddies and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, on one, so I kind of have to judge it like a real movie. And the production quality was kind of low in a lot of respects. Like, you could obviously tell that these were all sets that had been constructed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, the kid's room that has like 12 foot tall ceilings. Um, yeah, that's probably a set. Like, no kid is having these like floor-to-ceiling windows. Um, compared to other dog movies, I thought this was pretty pretty good. 
as far as far as we're as far as we're talking. So I'm not gonna rate it like I'm not gonna like we said, I'm not gonna compare it to Kisses and Kane or anything. It's 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 against other dog movies. Um also against other basketball movies. And mm -hmm. the, the basketball scenes were decent. They're better than in Teen Wolf, which is also a basketball movie about werewolves, by the way, which and a dog we can get into. Uh, but other than that, I thought it was pretty good for a dog movie. It's not the best dog we've ever seen. So I'm hitting Airbud with an eight from downtown. Wow. Eight? Damn. Shit. Damn. A dog movie. Yeah. A better dog movie. You're, yeah. Now, that's the thing is when, when, I think the less dog you put in the movie, yeah. the better the movie can be. Um, I think we're talking about movies like The Thing, you know, which is my favorite movie ever, that has a dog be a, a character in it. Oh. You have Turner and Hooch, which I, I think, think is better than this movie. I don't think Citizen Kane had any dogs in it, and it was like one of the best movies of all time. So I think maybe you got a point where less dogs. Less dog, <laughs> better movie. It's, I think... You have the very few outliers. So I'm giving this an eight for dog movies. If someone's coming to our podcast like, oh, I want to watch this podcast about dog movies, and we're giving Airbud a four out the gate, like yeah, shit. everything else is gonna be a fucking three or a five. Well, like, you know, maybe this is the difference in our scales. And this is why, you know, this is why we got a panel of three, three judges. You know, we're, yeah. we got different priorities. And I think you have a really good point about judging it. Um, like based on you know how ridiculous the movie is going to present itself as um what is it trying to do right. yeah my scale was like how much did i enjoy the movie and i'm willing to bet there's going to be some dog movies that i might actually give higher scores just because i liked it you know yeah that's fair unless we keep watching shitters and maybe my dog score is going to be high but maybe my, my movie score is not mm. have you seen turner and hooch tonight i have well growing up so i but i can't have a, i don't have a metric on it you know I haven't seen it. You were the advocate. You, somebody, my roommate told me to watch it. I have it on DVD. I have actually two copies of Turner and Hooch on DVD. I'll send you one. <gasps> I think that might end up costing you more than me renting it online. <laughs> well, cool. We, um, I guess we digested Airbud. We, we, we had kind of a split, I think, a, a judge split decision. And I think that's what's incredible about this movie is when you have a, a divergence of opinion. If they took creative risks, I think. And I think for Ryan, it really worked, those creative risks. And maybe for, for me, it didn't. Um, and I think maybe this is, you know, it's indicative of, you know, like what you said, Ryan, about could this be someone's favorite movie? You know, maybe someone's favorite movie is Air Bud. And if someone said that, I don't think, I don't think they're insane. We also I, should give it credit for the stunts being actually performed by the dog. Yeah. yeah. So they were they were limited in how amazing the stunts and amazing the plot of the movie could be because they were like, we're actually going to make this movie. We're we're not gonna like moveify. We're not gonna Hollywood this movie. We're going to film this dog mm -hmm. doing stuff <laughs> and make a plot around it. Like this dog had no idea it was making a movie. <laughs> it was just But that was that was the subplot of the movie though, right? Because the kid was like, Buddy just thinks he's playing playing the game with his friends. He doesn't know right. he's playing basketball. That was what the coach, you know, told the kid. And the did you guys realize that the that the kid did not take that advice? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, so that that advice was given to him because he took the last shot instead of passing right. to his teammate. Yeah. At the, the the movie ends with the kid doing that exact same scenario and he takes the shot again and he makes it. I think it was like tonal. I think it was like 
it in the in the first batch he is doing it specifically because he wants the people to like him and then in the second although he does the same thing in the second part you can see that he he more clearly looked at the rest of his teammates to be like Oh, I could give it away. Like, oh God, Air Bud, he might be open. <laughs> oh shit. And then he had to take the shot to win the game. Yeah, I think he was in a different headspace. I learned a lot from this movie about yeah, myself so, wow. and about. <laughs> you know That's not bad advice though, about performance. You know, you do it for the love of the game. You don't do it because of some extrinsic factor that'll give you validation. You know, and I think in that way, Airbud is the most zen player of all time. And maybe that's why he's so incredible at the sport. He can shut that part of his brain out. He's clutch. He's fucking clutch. Yeah. He's in the pocket all the Ice time. Ice in his veins. Ice in Do his pickle bowl. Michael Jordan in his head, is he, is he like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Am I going to make this and make my paycheck? Like, I think Absolutely he's... Absolutely not. Yeah. And I think... It Everybody Michael Jordan was out terrifying. there to shit on people, though. Literally, like Michael Jordan. <laughs> He's the most savage motherfucker of all time, honestly. Michael Jordan would not be trying in a game until someone talks shit to him. Then he would just... I would love a Last Dance documentary about um, Airbud and his life. Be nice. And then the coach said I couldn't play, and I took that personally. So, Denali... A superhero who, like, can only do stuff, or, like, can do whatever you tell him he can't do. Okay. Ooh. I think that's Michael Jordan in real life. I, <laughs> it seemed like from that documentary, anytime someone said that he could do like, you can't play for the MLB, it'd become a... Hmm. You'd have to... Be, yeah. the, the you can't do that superhero and the time stop superhero would Very be... Similar. Would be buddy buddy. <laughs> they need an auditory trigger. And they would just... Like the time stopper superhero would be like, I bet you can't become bulletproof and fly through that wall and insta kill all 100 of those villains. And then the other guy would be like, what? How long do you think it'll take me to do that so you can slow down time? And I think that would be the whole team. I don't think you need anyone else. Well, that's yeah, that's the thing. It's like he'd have or he could have an earbud, like, like, like something in his ear. I mean, people would just fuck with him and be like, I bet you can't shit your pants so hard you fly into space. What? It's like only his ex-wife can trigger the superpowers. He's like, Sharon, I need to save some people. That is an out. Now, that's an interesting dynamic. Someone who he has a severed relationship with. The only way he can access his powers. That's actually probably the that's same an interesting dynamic. character. Yeah, because now he can't activate it whenever he wants. Right. He's got someone who resents him and doesn't want anything to do with him. Oh, fuck, I was going to say something about the dog. Oh, yeah, Denali, after you get yeah. drugged through the trenches of dog movies, I think you're going to be on episode 10 crying, saying, I change your butt to a 10. I change your butt to a 10. Maybe I will, dude. Maybe I'm coming at this too harsh because I've only seen a handful of dog movies. After we um, watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua, if it comes up, I'm, I quit. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get to the wheel. Let's let's get to let's pick our next dog movie. Yeah, do we want to talk about? We have to wheel. No, we have to. We want to wheel this. We have to. There's no way that we're gonna pick the sensible, the sh crappy dog movies. Like, okay, so. I, I really think it would not take that long to just randomly select like 10 funny dog movies. 
Dude, okay, we okay, could watch okay. Cujo. I'd put it on the list. That'd be a, kind of a good movie, right? Like, I heard that movie is actually, like, not bad. Cujo. The Art of Racing in the Rain. Is that a dog movie? I'm putting the FBI dog movie on this list. What was it called? What is that? <laughs> oh, is that the, the Chuck the, Norris? Uh, you had the Chuck Norris dog movie? K9. K9. Yeah. Pop dog. Um, fuck. Do we got to watch Beethoven, oh, guys? Do we need to watch Beethoven? I feel, I mean, there's like 10 Beethoven movies. Which Beethoven? Yeah, put Beethoven First one? on there. Number Beethoven's one. on there. Yeah. It's the OG. 1992. Um, the Art of Racing in the Rain is about a guy who wants to reincarnate his dog into a human. Holy fuck. It's narrated by Kevin Costner and it stars Patrick Dempsey. Okay, put this on the list. <laughs> okay, can Isle of Dogs go on here? Yeah, we, let's do Isle of Dogs. Yeah. Cats Hotel and dogs. dogs. So I'm throwing Old Yeller on here and then Okay. Cats and Dogs. Turner and Hooch. Or, yeah. Okay. Now let's Everly Hills Chihuahua. How many Okay, we gotta we gotta put some uh we gotta put more Air Buddies, Air Bud movies on this list. Denali, which ones are we putting Those on? Space Buddies. Space Buddies. I agree. Because they have to fight an alien dictator in that movie. So I think that's pretty good. What's the volleyball one? I would love that to be a potential candidate. Well, I think that's... Spikes Back. Spikes Back, yeah. I don't know if that's actually it. That, that would be it is. It actually is. Airbud Spikes Back, 2003. Buddy tackles wow. volleyball. <laughs> no dogs. That movie sucks, but okay. Yes. <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. There's Lassie Come Home, which is the classic 1943 movie where it's like famous. Oh, but we already have Old Yeller. <laughs> so Do you want me to put? I don't want movies. I don't want to watch it either, man. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, there's so many dog movies. I know. Uh, there's 101 Dalmatians. Homeward Bound. Yeah, Homeward Bound. Let's do. We got it. You know, the art of racing in the rain. What the fuck? I mean, yeah. White I don't Fang. know, man also like a pretty pretty well known yeah. which one white fang but there's like multiple versions of it yeah i got remade so watch the old but one i'm talking 1991's white fang well, dog and it's on Harrison disney plus Ford, call of the wild yeah that movie looks so bad and i think maybe we should watch it fuck oh cujo is like the evil dog movie yeah he's like the yeah. rabid dog and they're stuck in the car i want to like see that okay. i actually want to see that yeah i mean i'd be down for one? hachiko Oh, that movie's so sad. Yeah. What's it? How do I spell it? Yeah. Yeah, Hachi. Okay. I'm putting Hachi on there. Okay, we got to be pretty much there. Balto. Okay. We've got 14. I don't have Balto okay. on here yet. Does okay, Wallace and Gromit count? No, I think that's okay. more like a Fine. human, like an anthropomorphized dog. Clifford's really big movie. Okay, let me read. Let me read. Okay. Cujo, Top Dog, Beethoven. The Art of Racing in the Rain, Isle of Dogs, Old Yeller, Turner and Hooch, Space Buddies, Airbud Spikes Back, Snow Dogs, Homeward Bound, Lady and the Tramp, Hachi. Those okay. were the ones that That's I could amazing. get written down as we did it. So, and then one more would be 15. And then we'll have a r random selection of those 15 as the season goes on. I don't want to watch Marley and Me again. Um, I don't think I. I don't, we got we got that same energy with Hachi. Okay. I don't think we need another movie. So just do fourteen. I, think we, I want to put another one in. Okay. What is it now? Balto. 
We took uh, we um, took only Air Bud movies away from you for this season, so go ahead and throw on whatever we do you want. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Yeah, we should put oh. that in. <laughs> Amber texted Lopez. me that movie. She was like, put, "Watch that one." Okay. You have one more. That was it. That's fifteen, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm down to put fucking thirty on this. On this. Did you want Clifford Denali? We can replenish. No, because that just that um. That that would that would mean there wasn't a reason for us to just not put, you know put thirty on it right now. We want to so I want to knock like them off the list. Ironed into this list. Yeah, but there are sixteen okay. of them. You know, we only have nine, right? And are we gonna pick the tenth episode or are we gonna wheel of chaos it? Because we always try to send it out on a good movie. Yeah, we can we can do a hybrid model where we're like when we're indecisive, we could just wheel of chaos it. But you know, if we want to watch something, I feel like. But that's the thing is, I don't think there's four other dog movies that I want to watch. All dogs go to heaven. That might be a good one. Not any live dogs, but neither is like Lady in the Tramp. Oh, we've got seventeen items. I say we, I say we try it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, maybe we should just we should just get to it. I just I want to watch Cujo next week, honestly. Yeah, but, I hope it comes up. You want to start with that? Like, I'd be down of just doing it and then just using the wheel when we need it. I think Airbud to Cujo is really harsh and um, <laughs> let's do a clicker wheel to see if we just pick cujo or do the clicker wheel okay do a wheel right now with cujo <laughs> or, or do the wheel <laughs> no let's just do the wheel oh no, that's actually fine i don't give a shit we can do cujo and then the wheel i don't care i just want to watch cujo but if if the fates decide something different for us is, okay is, so we, we we need to come up with a little bit of an intro here and explain what's happening Sure. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in up to this point. We've come to the point where we need to choose our movie for next week. As with previous iterations, when we have no idea what we want to do, we go to pickerwheel.com, the wheel of chaos. For our first choice, we'll put <laughs> we will be putting Cujo up against the Wheel of Chaos. Uh, this first decision will lead us into either the movie we watch next week or spinning on 17 movies. Um, to decide the movie. To decide <laughs> the so movie. Indecisive. We can't because, even because, decide to be indecisive. Yeah. We, I want to throw it to the wheel. I want to say that. Yeah. And I think Denali really in Cujo's corner, and that's why we're doing this. We're appeasing Denali, because if we don't appease him, he'll just start throwing pieces at the yes. wall. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are our terms for this one? It's a two pick. Uh, so we can do multiple spins or we can go with one and done. Let's do one and done because there's this, this is a binary wheel. So, okay. I'm right. going to Guys, go to hands. settings. I'm going to turn the speed spin down to default. We've got confetti, and we've got a spin duration of 10 seconds to really get us amped Sounds up good. here. Oh, wow. Good. All right. Good stats. Let's go. Let's go. I'm good with either. I'd be happy with that. Let's hold hands. Jace, hit the keyboard with your nose. <laughs> oh, okay, we're going to the wheel. Wheel of chaos. Wheel of oh, wheel. my lord. Okay. Okay, There's so still I a non-zero chance of Cujo. going to... Uh, come into this list here. Excuse me. I am copying in our list of movies, adding to the list. Okay. Uh, like some of these oh, are no, bigger no, no, slices no, 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 no. than others. 
I think that's an optical illusion. It's just the text. Yeah. I think the green looks bigger. <laughs> I would agree. It does look a yeah. little bit bigger. But, okay. Um, we got 17 movies up in here. Um, guys, let's, do you want to do a one and done spin? You have to, right? Or do you want to do best 17? <laughs> can, we, can we read off the movie? Yeah, Jace, do you want to just go down the list of... Uh, sure. We got on the wheel. For the potential movies of this season, we have Cujo, Top Dog, Beethoven, The Art of Racing in the Rain, Isle of Dogs, Old Yeller, Turner and Hooch, Space Buddies, Airbud, Spikes Back, Snow Dogs, Homeward Bound, Lady and the Tramp, Hachi, the American version, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, Clifford's Big Movie, don't know if that's the correct name, and All Dogs Go to Heaven. (laughs) Please not Clifford. I didn't realize you put Clifford on there. And the worst part of Clifford is we would have to pay money to watch it because I don't think it's available on streaming. Okay. Are you sure you don't want to add more movies? No. For now? Okay. We all stretched out? We all loose? I I didn't... Oh, gee. I'm scared. Okay. Yeah, I'm scared too. We could have watched Cujo. Here we go. We watched Cujo, man. This is bullshit. Okay. Holy fuck. (laughs) 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 <laughs> a big movie it's it's clifford's big movie um, um, I, we could do first to two no we have to do it dude <laughs> Fates have spoken. Why did you, dude, why did you put this on there? Because you guys said to keep Axie's movie. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, guys, this is, not a, this is not a bad, uh, not a bad cast. You got John Ritter as Clifford, Wayne Brady as Shackleford, John Goodman, George Wolf. Is it live action? Um, it's, no, it's, it's animated. Um, it's like a legit kids movie, guys. It is. Ooh, if I put this on the list. <laughs> oh, guys, it's free on Prime. Let's go. It's free on Prime. It's an hour and fourteen minutes long, you guys. It's not even a real movie. It's, it's see, like- it's below your threshold of being so annoyed that the movie is long. This is a tight movie. Ryan, this is a, a tight 74 mins. This will be quick for you to get through. I'm going to watch it right now. <laughs> okay, guys. The wheel is spoken. We fucking picked Clifford's <laughs> really big movie from 2004. Okay? We started a movie podcast to watch fun movies with Ben Affleck and Matthew McConaughey, and now we're gonna watch Clifford's big, big movie. I, I hope we're happy about what we've done. Join us next week, please. Join us. We can't please. just please join us and listen to this review of Clifford's really big movie. Um, I think this is gonna hit a specific audience, um, but I we encourage you to watch along with us. Um, this thing's free on Amazon Prime, you know. And if you got any opinions about Clifford, 
Um, this this is this is Clifford's shot at the big time, and I think it's it's worth watching for that reason alone. I used to read Clifford books. I'm gonna see how how faithful this is. It's four and a half stars on Amazon Clifford. Prime. Good. There was another Clifford movie being made too, like a like a live, live action, action John Favreau. Oh, um, maybe that'll be pretty good. I'm just saying that because he's the guy who makes all the other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Guys. This has been a doghouse. <laughs> R.I.P. DMX. Um, well, guys, please uh, give us a review and a subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Really helps us out. Um, follow us at GBGB Podcast on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Instagram. I'm at Good Boys Gone Bland. Um, tell your neighbor about us. You know, it's. Yeah. it's as long as you guys are vaccinated, you know, maybe it's okay to say hi to your neighbor across the hedge. You know, you can be like, hey, neighbor, I'm listening to a great like, podcast. Get away from me. You know, we just, it, it, you know, for, if, you, if you message us and let us know that you told your neighbor about our show, um, I'll give you a shout out on our show. And I'll shout out your neighbor. Hell yeah. Guys, any, uh, any parting words of wisdom? Don't throw basketballs at your dog. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like... He threw a deflated basketball at the dog's head, and he didn't bunk it. Like that was scene was so sad. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like that would hurt. Like it was a scene right before that where a basketball hit a ref in the head, and he got knocked out. <sighs> and he threw it at the, the dog's head. Anyways, anyways, catch us next week. This has been GBGBs, the Dog House. Oh.